My name is Felicia Danani. Hi, and I'm Shivani Malhotra. As two Indian women, one born in the U.S. and one born in India, and both of us from culturally charged backgrounds, we came into our marriages with the intention not to fail. But when we were faced with reality, we had to look inward. Our motive is to deconstruct generational cycles and conditioning around divorce. Divorce is not an ending, but a change in the relationship. It does not have to follow old stigmas. It can be whatever you want it to be based on your intention. This is our life guide to a conscious divorce. Welcome to the Lioness Pride podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Lioness Pride podcast, episode one. My name is Felicia Danani, and we are excited to share this space with you. And today's episode is going to be getting an understanding on what is a conscious divorce and what does that look like? Shivani and I are going to share our experiences open and honestly with you guys and really try to give you a little bit of a roadmap on how we got there and some of the inner work that we had to do to really take this path in our life. So Shivani, um, welcome. It's nice to have you here today. Hi, Felicia. Thank you for the introduction. It's great yeah. to be here. Absolutely. So we're so excited again to um, have this space for us. And Here's an interesting fact is that we've heard that, especially here in the U.S., over 50% of marriages end in divorce. And when we think of divorce, it's typically a negative word. And and really, there's not always a great story that follows that. There is usually it's words like ugly or detrimental, a living death, Um, but What is it that a conscious divorce can really bring to life? And I'm curious on how many divorces take this path. So what we want to do today is really kind of open that up and and have a deep discussion on that. Shivani, can you tell us what is a conscious divorce actually? To me, Felicia, what it really means is going through the process of a divorce with an open heart um, versus a closed heart. Uh, You know, uh, most of us tend to self-protect and go into survival mode when even the word divorce comes up. But I think a conscious divorce is moving away from that paradigm and embracing something completely different and new. Wow, that's beautiful. Now, what What does this look like for you personally? Can you tell us a little bit about your conscious divorce and your relationship with your ex? Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's a great question. And um, what does this look like? Well, from the outside, if you didn't know, we were divorced. And many people have, you know, even commented um, that it would be hard to tell um, because we we really do treat each other with a lot of respect. We co-parent very closely And, you know, we work together to maintain two homes for our daughter, Mila, that are aligned as much as possible in all the ways that matter for her well-being. At the end of the day, we're really great friends who really value one another as people. And we truly do want the best for each other in every way. Wow, that's fantastic. That's beautiful. So, yeah, that's basically, you know, it's been an amazing journey and, um, I think it's just a process of changing the form of a relationship. Notice, I mean, I didn't say ending because 
when we physically separate from someone we're involved with, especially for a significant amount of time, and, you know, especially if we have kids, that connection does not end just because we signed a contract, just as it, it didn't begin with a contract, you know, it began with the heart and in a conscious divorce for me, I believe that it does end with the heart as well. And the opportunity for, you know, healing on both sides, if both people are open to that. Absolutely. And I mean, it, it sounds wonderful, um, but it is a, it is certainly a process to get there. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, Felicia, I know you've had a very similar experience um, with Andrew and, um, you know, um, I was just curious what made you decide to do things this way that frankly goes against our wiring in a way, which is to self-protect. And was there a conscious intent behind how you did things or did it just happen organically for you? Well, for us, I think we absolutely went through our period where we were both self-protecting. There was, uh, you know, a lot of blaming and arguing and um, really just wanted to get to the end of whatever this was going to be very quickly. Um, But then there was just a point where I think there was stillness. And in that stillness, I think both of us were doing some internal work. Um, For me, I'm somebody who likes to read a lot of books and, and do some introspection. And in that, I started to uncover the process of looking at my own actions and, and, and going, I can't just blame him for everything. Um, I also participated in this marriage and which means I also participated in the end of this marriage. So I think it happened a little more organically because both of us really are kind of sensitive to that, that toxic atmosphere. And we didn't want to put our daughter in the middle of that. And I think there was a bit of a breaking point when we did have this blow up argument in front of her. And when you see your child in tears and then you think, shit, I don't want to do this for the next umpteen years. And so organically, I think we started to take steps separately. And then when we came together, it just felt different. There was a a sense of ownership in what we both had brought to um, to the divorce, essentially, which also meant a level of respect. And once one of us started doing it, the other one kind of followed. It's one of those mirroring things. And then slowly, we both had her best interest in mind. And I feel like we now take steps and we can, we're friends in the sense of we can talk about life together and still understand that it's about us developing into the best individual parents and we support each other in that so we can be the best for for our daughter yeah I mean that's isn't it amazing to be able to go through that and get to that point and you know I know especially for both of us because we've had parents who did it very differently and you know as you mentioned that you know um Mila was your reason for doing it. And my Mila was my reason for doing it. And I think um, having that, that goal or that noble goal beyond ourselves that we can anchor to, that's, that's inspiring us to reach beyond our limitations. I think that's just so powerful and, you know, amazing. And I, and I congratulate you, Felicia. I congratulate you and Andrew for taking that journey and for getting to this point where you guys are, because I know Mila is going to thank you guys one day for everything that 
that you've done. And I know it's not easy, right? So um, how did you know exactly what to do and how did you know how to do it? Yeah, you know, that's an interesting question because um, you don't really know what to do. For me, it wasn't like I knew what to do because from the outside, I had families and friends that were like, you know, why the hell are you being so nice to him? Or why are you doing this? Like, it needs to be like this, cut it off. And and you get all of those traditional negative stigmas around divorce and around the ending of a relationship. And so, um, but I... The more I sat with myself, the more I felt like that's not the route for me. Um, When I could focus on letting go of the anger, I could focus on how do we get to where we want to be. And I started to sort of visualize and paint the picture in my head of um, what I what I hope our relationship can look like in the future. Now, my parents got divorced um, when I was young, and it was pretty ugly at the beginning. But then later in the years, as we got older, they started to have a more amicable relationship. And I got to see firsthand what that could look like. So I did have something to show me that it was possible. Um, And so that was also very motivating for me to go. I know that even if something was ugly before, you can absolutely turn it around just by having the right intent and taking the first step and taking action into it. So that was a little bit of a, of a guidebook for me is, is, knowing that it is possible and and having a bit of um, understanding and and seeing it within my own parents later in life. So, and, and I know what it was like as a child to grow up in a family of divorce when it was difficult and, and ugly. Um, So that also, like you mentioned, having our children as that noble goal, really creates an anchor to want to do it differently. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. I'm sure in your experience, um, you've had your own set of um, of motivation and, and things. What did it look like for you um, or feel like for you as a kid? Oh, how did it feel like for me as a kid? Horrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it was painful. It was painful. It's painful to see the two people that you love the most hate each other. I mean, that's really painful as a child. And, you know, <laughs> I didn't have a good, good model of what to do, but I had a very good model of what not to do. So that's what worked for me. Beautiful. And and now you have done such a beautiful job in creating this, um, this scenario for your daughter. What does it look and feel like for her? And how have you seen it? Um, you know, divorce is difficult for all children, but how have you seen her reaction um, between the two of you? I'd like to believe, and I hope that this is true, that by just being excellent parents that just love her and put her first and who come together for her whenever necessary as a family unit 
And, you know, having two homes where she's just loved, I'd like to believe that she's turning out to be just a wonderful, happy, confident, kind, and loving child. And um, I think that having that coordination between my ex-husband Irfan and I, where we are very involved with Mila, every step, anything she's going through uh, emotionally, you know, we coordinate, we discuss, we come up with what's the best way to handle it so that she's getting the same message from both homes. And that really does help. You know, we've been able to navigate a lot of situations that way. And today she looks at her mom and dad as two people who really care about each other, who are great friends and who are going to be there for her. That's amazing. And I think it'll be it'll be beautiful to hear our daughter's stories of of what this experience has been like for them as they get older. Absolutely. And Felicia, what about Mila as well? You know, how how is she adjusted to these changes? And, you know, yeah, please, please do enlighten. Yeah. So, you know, with with Mila, she was very young um, when Andrew and I decided to separate. So she doesn't actually have a recollection of us being together. Um, so in some ways, it's been an easier transition. However, very much what you said that, um, you know, when she has the two people she loves the most uh, get along and she can see a display of love for me I know when my parents were getting divorced, it was like, I just wanted a good example of what love looks like. And love doesn't just have to be marriage, right? Love comes in so many forms. Love is respect and acceptance. And so for me, I'd like to believe that she sees that between us and she sees the love we have for her is greater than anything else. So that's something that I hope we're cultivating um, for her life. And, and, you know, I do see that when we do, we try to do things together as a family, the three of us. And, you know, I sometimes see her get a little bit sad because I'm sure there is a wonder of like, why can't it be like this all the time? Um, so, you know, I think like any, anything, it's still a loss for them, no matter what age they're at. But we at least try to create an environment where we can talk about it and be open and that she can enjoy us together and separately. Um, so, you know, I think there there's certainly still elements of of loss as divorce is, um, even when when you do the best to create an environment like this. But I also believe um, that's going to be part of their resilience in the end. Right. And, and like you just mentioned, it's about modeling. And I think that's so important, you know, that we are providing our children with a model that, that shows them what love can look like. And love can come in many different shapes, forms, and ways. You know, it's not necessarily that just because two people decide to get divorced that the love has to end. Right. Yes. It, it, it's, it's going love just changes. It just evolves. It's like all energy, right? It can't be created or destroyed. It just changes forms. And I think when, when we can model that for all young people, right, it can um, give a new take on what relationships in any form can be like. So 
Um, yeah, so we, I, I think it will be interesting to to hear what this type of uh, divorce path will have and, and how our children will perceive it in the future and, and as their lives grow. Um, but from your perspective, what have been the pros and cons of this approach? Have you seen both pros and cons in, in, your, uh, in your situation? Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the pros um, are everything we've been talking about, above. you know, the opportunity to kind of break a lot of these walls that we build up around our hearts over time, you know, um, and to stand for something greater. And by doing that, experiencing myself in a whole new way. I think being able to step away from the fear and all those negative thoughts that try to keep us playing small and mm-hmm. stepping towards love has been hugely transformational and hugely empowering, you know. Um, that does not mean that now, you know, we've become doormats. Um, there are definitely times that we need to stand in our power, draw boundaries with others. There are times we need to walk away from people in situations that don't serve us. But I think when we do it with awareness, we can do it with kindness. And that just feels so right on a soul level. At the end of the day, I don't think anybody is our enemy. We are all co-creating situations together so we can learn and grow wiser. And and yeah, so I think that's that's the biggest pro is this opportunity to break free from all the conditioning, you know, of 30, 40 years of how we've been told to do things and to embrace something that's limitless, frankly, in possibilities. In terms of the cons, um, is that you really don't have somebody to blame and get mad with to deflect and distract away from your own behavior, which means dealing with mistakes that I've made and feeling emotions that aren't very pleasant at times and also facing all my fears head on, you know, in the pursuit of of this noble goal, I've had to make a lot of sacrifices on the way. And, but that's okay. I I mean, I have, have faced every fear and that has only made me stronger, in fact. Um, And I think this is also a great exercise in courage, faith and forgiveness. But it's hard. It's not easy. I mean, doing that, it's painful. You're standing in the storm. You're facing it all. But if you can stand there, I think there's something really, there's a big reward there at the end of it all. Yeah, man. And you bring up such a great point where you do. There, what The light that you get to stand in as far as yourself is so tremendous but you got to go through the storm of it and not having someone to blame um, and, and really having to look at your own actions and your own faults and your own shadows. It's hard. And, and obviously, and that's why a lot of people don't take this route, right? It's um, a lot of times to, to, to have someone to, to point fingers at and, and, and bitch about with your friends is so much easier. Um so I, I commend you on that as well, because it's, it is a difficult process, but um, I know for me as well, I have never felt more 
in my own power and living in my own truth than I do now. And it's only because I went through the work to get here. And had I not um, had the opportunity to uh, get married, get divorced and do it this way, I don't know when I would have gotten here. So it's interesting um, how it all plays a part. But certainly this is about doing a lot of internal work that leaves you personally in a beautiful place as, as a woman, as a parent, as a mother, and, you know, for yourself, even for future partners. Um, So it's a, you know, it, it, you got to go through the con to get through the pro. Yeah, absolutely. I still get that. And, you know, it's, it's a wild ride for sure, but it's a beautiful journey. If you decide to take that path, I mean, it's just incredible because at the end of the day, feeling your heart grow, um, bigger and whole more love is is a phenomenal thing and it's just there are no words frankly to describe that like this sochcast tune in for more with the sochcast app from the google play store so felicia for you what are some of the greatest lessons that you're you've walked away with um for me i would say awareness of my own actions and the repercussions of that. Um, I think I felt like I had an awareness of what that is. But when I say awareness, it's also aligned with some deeper programming that came from culture, came from society, came from my family, which I know we're going to talk about in future episodes. But when I started to really have an understanding of what that was and how Um, falling suit into that programming affected my behaviors and then in turn affected my relationship. That was very eye-opening for me. Um, And I think having to sit with that, it's, it's difficult. Um, And again, sitting with that without blaming anybody, without blaming society, without blaming culture and family, but just having an awareness and understanding of that. Um, And another one for me has been really gaining strength and confidence in my own voice, in myself as a person and as a woman and really knowing what that feels like and protecting that with fury um, and, and knowing the importance of that and what I'm able to do with that. So now that you, I have it, I will never let it go again. Yep. <laughs> so, so, and, and I think that guarded. That, it's something to be guarded. Very, very yeah, precious. Guarded. Yes, guarded yes. Very <laughs> precious. And not just in going into future relationships, but all relationships. I think it then teaches us that, um, whether it's with our children, our friends, our family, that that that's your personal power you take with you everywhere. And that's the, the beauty of it. And so it is growth in a way that gets to affect everybody in your life. Yeah, so. that's so beautiful. So beautiful. You know, I mean, you're so right, because going through a divorce was for me too, that the experience that introduced me to to me you know to 
the fearless, courageous, open-hearted, loving, and compassionate person that my soul was yearning for me to be. And I got to meet her. And now that I've met her, I I mean, that's, yeah, it's, it's, it's just what you said. It's being authentic. It's loving yourself with all your imperfections and just being true and honest and loving at every moment that this universe puts in front of us. At the end of the day, you know, we're here to expand and grow. We aren't just having this material experience on earth. We are definitely spiritual beings and leading from our soul self rather than the mind self and the emotional self is definitely one of the challenges that we have as humans. But if we can, these moments provide us moments to transcend that, you know, and um, I think that's, that's the beauty of, of difficult experiences is that they're opportunities to grow and to completely transform ourselves if we allow that to happen. Yeah, absolutely. So now I get this question a lot is, um, hey, this this sounds really great and beautiful that you and Andrew were able to do this. Um, but can can you have a conscious divorce even if one party is not willing to do the work or one party chooses to continue to, to be angry, is this still possible? Yeah, that's a really good question. And, you know, I can speak from what I notice around me. Um, I have friends who are divorced, who've had a terrible time where one person is willing to show up extending the olive branch and the other person just isn't ready Um, I think that the opportunity to experience something on the lines of what we have been talking about in that scenario is limited. But having said that, even if one person decides to take the lead on that, I do believe it will make a difference over time, even if not at that very moment. Um, Because at the end of the day, I think, you know, it's like you said, the mirroring And when you extend love to another person, you extend the olive branch, it's hard to put up those walls forever. Yes, yes, absolutely. And, and, you know, the person making the, the effort or extending that olive olive branch has to stand strong in that light and literally hold the torch for the both of you until that person's ready to participate. And I think you're right. It, you can't stay angry forever. Um, and if it's something that you really want to work towards, uh, it's absolutely possible. And if it's available, having the conversation about it, um, finding the, the noble goal between you. So if you have children, that's, uh, that's always a great common goal. Um, but if you don't, um, there's certainly, certainly other things between you. So that's beautiful. Absolutely. And so, even if even even if the relationship doesn't get to the level where you both are best friends, I think even one person person committing to growth that's going to change that person, and you know it is going to affect uh, the children in that situation in a very positive way because at least they get to see one model, if not two, of of what love looks like. Yes, absolutely, 
Absolutely. So, you know, and as we go through um, this podcast and, and in other episodes, we are going to really break this process down and have an understanding of um, how you get there in different scenarios, because, of course, bringing new partners in, um, you know, different factors, families, all of that, because I know there are a lot of questions that will escalate around conscious divorce. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. So Shivani's going to walk us through what we like to call our take-home practices today. And these are really practical um, things that you can start to bring into your life to help you get on this path. And today, she's going to be doing a visualization practice with us. So if you are driving, you can replay this at another time and do the visualization. If you are somewhere where you are in a comfortable position and are are able to close your eyes, we encourage you to do so, so you can really take from this moment. And then maybe afterwards, you can jot down anything that comes up for you. All right, Shivani. All right, everyone. Okay, so let's just begin by closing our eyes and begin to feel the connection your feet make with the floor, bringing you into the now moment. And Bring your awareness to the breath, to the life force within you, and just begin to notice your inhale and your exhale. And if you need to exhale out through the mouth to release any stress or tension, just feel free to do that. Now imagine you collect all your thoughts in your mind into a ball. And now imagine that ball falling down into your heart. Now try to stay with your awareness and your attention in your heart center. And begin to see a ray of light moving out of your heart into the space before you and then splitting right and left, going all the way around you to rejoin in the space behind you, where it enters your heart from behind. Visualize the energy flowing like this, giving out and receiving in. Giving out, and receiving in. And you can move the energy out further and further each time as it enters in to melt away any barriers, dullness, fog, and releasing and awakening the pulse of your heart. Now, if you're going through a challenging time in a relationship with somebody, it doesn't have to be your spouse. It could even be with a friend or anybody else. Now, see if you can set an intention for how you would like to see the situation resolve. Imagine, see the people involved, 
what would they be doing and saying and what would you be doing and saying and in that picture just for a moment can you release all the expectations you may have of the other person and if it's comfortable for you to maintain eye contact with them you're looking into the eyes of another person a person just like you who is also trying their best with what they know how and just for a moment can you see them without any labels not as a wife or husband a man or a woman but just as another soul making their way through life now watch them turn and walk away and as you stand there can you find an anchor a noble goal like we spoke about earlier something that will help you see that there is something beyond the situation something greater that can be your anchor a reason beyond the fear it could be your children it could be to experience forgiveness or real compassion something that if you aspired to would expand your heart and elevate your life notice that feeling and notice how it feels in your body expand that feeling with each breath feel it in every cell of your body now bring your attention back to the breath as you inhale take your breath all the way into your belly expanding it and pause at the end of that inhalation and then slowly with awareness exhale through the nose Let's do that one more time now. Inhaling through the nose down into the belly. Hold and gently exhaling all the way out through the nose. Now bring your hands to your heart and just give a moment of thanks for all that it does and all that it feels. You may now open your eyes and welcome back. Alicia, would you like to close this episode, please? Thank you. Thank you so much for that, Shivani. We want to thank all of you for joining us today. Um, we are so excited to be sharing 
these experiences with you guys. We would love to hear your stories in the comments below, but please join us every week. And again, we are going to be doing deep dives on conscious divorce as well as having other guests to share their experiences and expertise. Thank you guys so much. And we look forward to seeing you guys next week. Bye-bye.